Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Your host, Brian Wallace with the Next Action Podcast. I know there's all sorts of podcasts you can listen to in the world, but most of them aren't 15 minutes. And let's face it, you want to get right to the goods. So today I'm happy to introduce my friend, Erin File, And I'm saying it right because I bothered to ask what her name phonetically sounds like ahead of that. And Erin, who's tired of having her last name mispronounced, is the founder of the MindFix Group. And that what she does and what her group does is she helps remove mental roadblocks and alleviate self-sabotage that holds us all back. She has a track record of getting lightning fast results for her clients and the results are permanent. Her signature program has an unheard of 95.6% success rate and the average time it takes her clients to see measurable results in areas they've been stuck in for years is just 10 days. That's pretty amazing, Erin, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me and thank you for doing such a beautiful job with my last name. That was fantastic. Hey, somebody's got a, and not everybody has the name Brian Wallace, which it's pretty hard to get that name wrong, but every day people call me brain. So <laughs> I can sort of relate in a little strange way like that. So, oh, wow. Is this going to be great today? Everybody getting stuck, holding themselves back, all that head trash, negative self-talk. Oh man, it is just a mess how much people hold themselves back. Everybody has brilliance that's just being, it's just waiting to be unlocked and released to the world. So tell us a little bit how you can know when you're getting in your own way. I feel like a lot of people, they're just stuck in this rut and sometimes they don't even know how to identify it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. So what we've found is that people are typically in their own way when more information and changing their actions doesn't get them the results they want. So usually when we want to change something about ourselves, we go and research. We'll look something up on YouTube. We'll talk to our friends. We'll go online. And then we'll try to change our actions. And maybe we use a new technique. Maybe we hire a consultant. Maybe we try something different. But when we keep combining more information and changing our actions and we keep getting the same results over and over and over again, it's usually not something outside of us. It's usually us. It's usually we're getting in our own way. Yeah. And something I'll add to that. I love when people ask their friends about you know business advice. Hey, I'm ready to start my own business. Go to the next level, 10 exit, whatever their problem is. It's like doing the biggest disservice in the world, right? So people either stay in their own head and they can't be objective. They're stuck inside their brain, their four walls, or they're asking their friends, which it might be fun to have them over for dinner, but how do they know how to get you unstuck, mm -hmm. right? It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. That's why you need experts and professionals out there in the world. It's hard work to make even the smallest of changes, especially as we get older and set in our ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Gosh, uh, I could rant on that all day, but we're only gonna do this for 15 minutes. So <laughs> why, in your words, do you think it's so hard to change our habits? I mean, everybody, at least when it comes to kind of New Year's resolutions, feeling good, looking fancy in front of other people, everybody wants to lose those pounds before the wedding and all that kind of stuff. But we always kind of fall short when it comes from words into actions. So yeah. where do we go from there? Right. Because this is your wheelhouse. This is where you really get everything going. Yes, absolutely. So here's the thing. Most people try to change their actions. They try to change their behaviors. They try to change their habits. 
but we don't just take actions on like for random reasons. We don't just, you know, have an event occur to us and then suddenly we take an action. The actions we take throughout the day are based on the thoughts that we have, the thoughts that are running through our mind, as well as the emotions that we feel, which are impacted by the thoughts that we have. And so some people go, oh, okay, I'm going to change my actions. Well, I'll just change my thoughts and my emotions, and that'll make it easier for me to change my actions. So if you're walking down the street and there's a dog coming at you, and you have thoughts of, what a cute little puppy, and your feelings are like entertainment or love, you're going to, you know, sit down or, you know, pet the puppy. And yet if your thoughts are, I'm in danger, this is not okay, and you have emotions of anxiety and fear, well, then you're going to run away or kick the dog if you're mean person. You know, your your behaviors and your actions are really impacted by the thoughts that you have and the emotions that you feel. And so most people, when they try to change, they try to change their behavior, which just doesn't work because you're fighting against your thoughts and your emotions. So a lot of people go about trying to change and they think, well, if I can just change how I think, if I can just change how I feel, then I can change my behaviors and my actions. But here's what most people are missing. The reason why it's so hard to change our thoughts and our emotions and our behaviors is because they all stem from something that nobody thinks about. Our thoughts, our emotions, and our behaviors are determined by what we believe to be true. So when you really want to change, you have to work with the the beliefs That's what's powering the thoughts. That's what's powering the emotions. And that's what's powering your behavior. So when you're stuck and no matter what you do, you can't seem to change. You keep doing things even though you know it's not good for you. Or you keep avoiding things even though you know you should do them. It's because at the end of the day, there are beliefs that you are harboring that are impacting the thoughts and your emotions, making it so tricky to change. So if we go back to the dog example... If, if somebody has the belief that dogs are dangerous, right, then their thoughts are going to be, oh, I'm in danger when a dog is coming at them, and they're going to run away. If you take that belief out, you bop them over the head with a magic wand, and that belief is gone, and they see a dog coming at them, guess what? The thoughts are different. There's no thoughts of, I'm in danger. They're just, oh, there's a puppy coming at me. The emotions and the feelings are neutral, if not positive. And your actions are going to be completely different. So when people truly want to change and they're stuck and they're in their own way, they have to look at what they believe to be true. That's where real, fast, lasting change happens. So well said. And I agree with everything you said. I think anyone who's in marketing at least should know this to be true if they don't. And it's not that all marketers are bad or that they're liars or they're full of nonsense or whatever. It's that they actually have a very important job, which is to, as you've eloquently put, really change their beliefs. And that's not, we don't mean to say mind control or something like that. A lot of times people believe things to be true that aren't true, or they're just kind of incomplete. And maybe they're just lacking the knowledge of things that should be better for them. Like you said, with the dog example, I mean, we just got a new dog. He's awesome. So but if you have a preconceived notions that all dogs are scary monster animals because you don't like some big dog that barked at you once, well, I think you're probably going to need some kind of accountability partner. It's very difficult for a person to make this change inside and out. I think they definitely need someone to help, someone with expertise, and they have to be at that level where they truly want a change. And I'm wondering 
is this where they have to hit rock bottom or I guess rock top where they're at this plateau and they're not getting anywhere to the next level? Um, of those two, where do you kind of find the, the most people that you help? I'm curious. Oh, I'd say I, people are just, when they get sick and tired they, and they're just, they have enough pain where they're like, you know, if I continue to act this way, it's going to cost me time. It's going to cost me money. It's going to cost me energy. It's going to cost me relationships. It's like cost me my sanity. I, no matter what I do to change, it's like, I, I just can't make it happen. I have everything I need. I've got the time, money, energy, creativity, resources. Half the people already have business coaches literally telling them what to do. And yet they're pulling their hair out because they're like, I can't stop being a perfectionist. I can't stop procrastinating. I can't talk about money. I can't set boundaries. I keep you know, beating myself up. And they have these patterns of feeling a certain way or patterns of of doing things or not doing things. And no matter what they try, it just doesn't work. And you know, what's really, really interesting, something that we've observed with, with our clients and with really successful people, really successful people and high achievers and entrepreneurs typically have so much energy and are always trying to address their challenges that they've tried so many things. And over the years, they've probably tried a lot of things that didn't work. And so what happens is after working with enough consultants or coaches or products um, that haven't worked, many adults have formed the belief that change is difficult, change has to take a long time, change can't happen for me. So when those beliefs have formed and some part of you believes those things to be true, almost any venture you move into, whether it's you know a new relationship, a new partnership, um, a new coach, you know, to, uh, going in a new direction, if you're caring, if some part of you believes that change must be difficult and change must take a long time, it creates these really bizarre self-sabotage loops where even when somebody wants to change, it, they make it difficult and they make it take a long time, which is really interesting. Oh, so much to go off of there. Um, Voltaire and many before him said that perfect is the enemy of the good. So when people get into the sabotage mm -hmm. where, oh, I'll be ready to get out there and speak when everything's perfect and my haircut looks like this and I woke <laughs> up on this side of the bed and I did backflips or whatever impossible set of things you're waiting for to happen. Not that backflips are impossible, but you get what I'm saying. So <laughs> let's take this conversation to the next level a little bit, because as everybody knows on the show, the show is really for you, Aaron, not for everybody listening. No offense to everybody listening, but you're all listening to us have a conversation about what Aaron does and where Aaron is going in her journey. So let's talk a minute about your business because we understand now a little bit better about all the beliefs. Let's talk about becoming known. So how do you go out there to the world where people know who you are? And do they, when they know who you are, are they showing up and knowing this is what Aaron does for a living? Um, we've actually simply been using a bit of social media to get known. So I post pretty much regularly on my Facebook personal profile. I post semi-sporadically on LinkedIn and I'm a part of a few really high-end entrepreneurial groups where I've shown up and have done my absolute best to simply be of pure good-hearted service and help people without expectation. And what I've seen is that that has been a really brilliant um, way 
for for us to start being known. And suddenly, you know, someone will ask a question in social media and someone else will jump in and go, you have to talk to Erin. You have to see her client results. Like they're getting, her clients are getting rid of things that they've been dealing with for 20 years. And, and other people are starting to become our voice um, as we continue to show up and be of service to the right people and continue to spread our message on social media. Awesome. So everybody who's ever listened to the show probably knows where I'm going next. And that is LinkedIn because you said you don't really do a lot there. And it sounds like you're showing up more on Facebook. And I know when you and I've been interacting, it's mainly on Facebook. I think if you made a few changes to all of your overall persona profile and messaging to LinkedIn, I think you would light it up out there because there's, yeah, that's the network of business. There's 630 million people on it. And there's probably like a thousand good people on there in terms of regular great content. And I think it would be pretty amazing if you did a couple things, like just in the background picture, if it was you speaking to people mm -hmm. instead of just the, like the logo with the rocket thing, I think that's cool. But I think that maybe just having a, a subtle way of just saying, hey, this is what I do instead of just words yeah. because they don't necessarily know the brand yet. I think that um, a lot of the about section is great. I would probably add some kind of call to action in there where people can contact you right away from there. And then on the content specifically, because you are well-spoken, I would like to see more of you rather than just, hey, here's like a bunch of highlights of people that have had results. Um, I think that if you got on video and put some stuff on there, I think people would really get a kick out of everything behind the brand and the cult of Aaron. And I think that even images and image collages would work really well there. And I don't know if you've ever tried it, but there is the ability to do document sharing now. So if you have any like handy PDFs that kind of get people started into journey, I think those things especially could be some pretty good game changers for you out there. I'll tell you just from all social, I have given up most social postings, except for a couple of rare things on most other things, except for LinkedIn, which sounds really weird <laughs> to some people, but I found it to be quite awesome. Successful. I love it. And I think you're the third person in the last four days to push me towards LinkedIn more. And um, I'm feeling like the energy is flowing me over in that direction. And you just gave me some really obvious, easy, helpful tips to clean up the profile there you um, as I start to as I start to go over there more. So thank you. There you go. Changing some beliefs <laughs> one step at a time. <laughs> and it looks like we are, we've are we hit our 15 minutes. So Aaron, want to be respectful of everybody's time. Where can everybody find you out there on the web? They should go to mindfixgroup.com. We have a free training there. We have pages and pages of uh, client results and case studies. Um, or they can also go to LinkedIn, they can find me, and on Facebook. I am the only Aaron File on both of those platforms. Outstanding. Thank you so much.